Welcome to <laughs> episode one. We're keeping it. 110. Yeah. You weren't expecting that at all. <laughs> no, I wasn't. Episode 110 of the Craft Heads podcast, where my best friend of 20 plus years and I get together to talk about nothing. Uh, today is a really good example of that. We also always have an alcoholic beverage of some kind, usually pretty crafty, and I've got a special one for Tommy tonight. Okay. I am, I'm sitting this one out because this past weekend, and we can tell people about it, we had a nice big get-together with lots of really good friends, and I personally, Tommy, have not drunk that much since college. Yeah, Alex and Tara's Bachelor Bachelorette, joint Bachelor Bachelorette happened this weekend, and we had a blast. We'll get into it. Um, if this is your first time listening to the Craft Heads podcast, I recommend listening to also the one-off episode last, which is 109, and that is our good friend James talking about his ayahuasca experience, and I had a really great time listening to that. I told him today, and Alex, good. I'm glad we were able to get him on the podcast. Yes, it was awesome having James back, and uh, I really hope everybody who listened to it enjoyed it. I'm already getting things out of it, and, I, and it wasn't even my experience. Exactly. I, just, I did, too. Yeah. 100% while we were recording. I'm sure hearing it organically in the room with him was even more special because as I actually was listening on the drive to the, to the lake house that yep. we'll tell the listeners about in a second, and um, I was... I was like agreeing along with James. I was like, yes, yes. Like almost like I was in one of those churches and I was saying, preach. Amen. Preach. Yeah. Amen. Like I was doing that for James every time he was like, and then the earth gave me the gift of my smile. Yeah. And I was like, ooh. Yeah, dude, it was really amazing. And we were, uh, John Tara and I were drinking Guinness the whole time. So it was just, it was really mellow. And if we sound crazy right now, by the way, uh, ayahuasca is a very strong hallucinogenic drug, and James was supervised while taking it. So if that interests you, one yeah. is your and completely go. legal the way he did. It. Yes. So, anyways, Turtles. yes. To the the drink, Tommy. Why don't you turn those around for me? Ooh, you named them. Oh, look at this shit. Oh, I, I think the reason I did this for Tommy, and the reason I'm not drinking, I didn't even follow up with this, is because I, I haven't drunk that much since college, and I swore to God when we got back on Sunday, I said, I'm not drinking alcohol Monday through Thursday. So I have, t- we're, this is Tuesday, August 12th, I have Wednesday. two days left. Oh, that's right. So I, I only have, have one more day left, and then Friday, I'm probably going to get trashed. And uh, Claire and I, because we also drank a lot, did a juice cleanse this week. <laughs> yeah, it, it we was, all just needed a revival. This was the this was the level of shenanigans that you f- kind of feel bad about your body afterwards. Oh, definitely, it was incredible. And, and the junk food that we ate, just, and, and I mean other debauchery yeah, that was all, going on. All hours of the day. I mean, like I'm not a day drinker typically, but every morning I was like, all right. You know, just cracking beers or making a mixy, whatever. Although, I don't think I started sooner than like 11.30 any day. A couple of the people who were there, you know, they were drinking. As soon as they got up, it was great. Yeah. Um, oh, did you want to take a picture of these drinks? I, I already did it beforehand. It's all good. Dude, clutch. Dude, you just walked into this podcast. All you got to do is show up. So, I what I poured for Tommy is little halfer shots. It's liquor. And they all look the same. They are labeled A, B, and C. And they're all clear, by the way. They are clear. Um, you're going to know what it is. You could smell it. I don't want you to smell it now, and I'll explain why. But it's uh, you'll be able to tell what it is. I also squeezed fresh lemon juice for Tommy to cleanse his palate in between. And he's got a nice big tall glass of water so he can uh, swish around and whatever. Get you know, Do our best because we're going to do this fairly quickly. Fresh but, lemon juice is straight sour juice right now. Oh, Ooh. extremely, yes. But you're going to want it. In water, good. 
this isn't going to, I want Tommy to be able to adequately prepare in his mind. I have poured three different tequilas. Ooh. They're all Blanco mm -hmm. and of varying quality. Okay. So I want to see what you think tastes the best. Just total blind. This is a straight up blind taste test. Can I guess what they are before I drink them? Um, yeah, sure. I, I'm just going to say seven, no matter what you do. Okay. Espelon, Costco, and um, Heredura. Seven. <laughs> okay, so those are his guesses. And uh, Tara and I also did this one night. We had John prepare and label for us, and then Tara and I participated. I'll tell you about our results after you. Okay. Yeah, Starting I'm taking, with A. I'm, I'm taking A. I really took this seriously. I, I sniffed and everything, so... Yeah, I'm letting it really get deep into my palate, and it's making me want to gag already. <laughs> I haven't drank since... Saturday. I don't think I drank Sunday. Yeah, I, I had like two beers. Okay. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I said I wasn't going to. Okay. That was like three strong snips. Heard. Tequila A has been heard. <laughs> it was so pungent it went into my ears and I heard it. <laughs> All right. Did, I, I didn't you enjoy have it. to do some water. Just, just a heads up. I didn't enjoy it. Now, do you ever like shooting tequila? Not really. Okay, I do, <laughs> and so does Tara. Well, shooting is you're shooting it. You're taking shots. At yeah, it's it. true. These, Sipping it. This I don't is like half, it. half. Yeah. This is like you want me to shoot it, but you also want me to taste on it. on the way down. Very yeah. true. Okay. Wait. Hold on. I need to. You know what? Let's just talk more about this weekend. I'll slowly get into them. No. Yeah, do them quickly, man. I mean, not like, you know, boom, boom, boom. Just that way it's all fresh and in your mouth, on your mind. <clears throat> Sorry for the lip-smacking, folks. I'm drinking lemon juice in between, and it's quite sour. All right, here we go. Oh, good. Part of CHP. This one smells like better quality B. Yeah, I can already tell that's better, but I might be a fool. No fools on CHP. That's not true. We're both fools. Okay. Okay. But also, like, tequila gets better as you're drinking it, I feel. Yeah, it, so it does. I actually even thought about that myself uh, mm -hmm. during our tasting. But The first tequila shot's always the worst one, and then, like, the fourth and fifth, as you get it deeper into the night, you're also drunk. Right. But sure, they taste better, too. Right. All right, here we go. This smells a little worse. I don't know. Wow. That's so different. That's so different. <laughs> the first one, A, tasted the worst. B, tasted like a good quality tequila. And C, tasted like a tequila I've never had before in my life. Okay. I will tell you two of your observations. Well, one of them was off. Okay. Well, some of it's subjective, of course. Yeah. I'm going to go by price-wise. Mm -hmm. Uh, a was the second best. Okay. B was the worst. Oh, yeah. <laughs> C was the best. Okay. And by, like, a, a good bit. Mm -hmm. So A was Espelone. Okay. Which that is Tara's and my favorite to keep on hand for shooting. You know what's funny? What? We had, I did this. I told you that we did this tequila thing with a bunch of people at Claire and I's place a while back. Yep. And uh, Espelon got, like, the worst ratings, actually. If nothing else, you are consistent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The second one is Cazadores. 
mm-hmm. which is I would say it's a it's a good like budget one because it's high teens maybe okay. something like that I can't remember exactly where Espelone is in the twenties. The third one is a beautiful bottle of tequila that my boss got me okay. actually. It's called Casa. No, Ooh. he got it for Tara. Okay. Because he got me something else that we're going to have on another episode. Okay. But uh, it's called Casa Dragones 16. Mm. And I'm pretty sure it's like a... House of Dragons? Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's like a... It's small batch, handcrafted, and they're, you know, numbered and everything. And I'm pretty sure it's like 80 bucks. Yeah, it's it tastes amazing. So, it's like so unique. So Tara and I, we did the blind taste testing. And both of us, we weren't just like matching opinions. We both agreed... We, in the first run through, we thought Espelone was our favorite, mm. then Casa Dragones, and then Casadores. We overwhelmingly thought, blindly, that Casadores tasted the worst and smelled the most offensive. Okay. And then <laughs> I was like, all right, let's see how good we are. John poured us up again, and we did a blind between Casa Dragones and Espelone. And we got it, quote, right. We identified Casadores. Uh, uh, well, I don't know what I... Casadragones, or whatever you're saying. Dr- yes. It's, it's it's super identifiable. Yeah, out super of the three. Yeah, exactly. You'd be able to... I, I don't know if I would get these this A and B, uh, Casadores and um, Espelon right if I did it again. But I didn't like Espelon, and I still don't, so... And that's so funny, because that we got tripped up between Espelon and Casadragones... Which, from our perspective, is a very nice compliment to Espelon. Yeah, true. So, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, and that, that carries over to liquor, too. Well, I appreciate the taste. Do you enjoy that? Yeah. I've been waiting to do that for, like, I don't know, three weeks. Yeah. yeah. I, we might need to do that with another, like, with a gin. Totally. We I would love to do that. This same size half shot with a lemon in between. Yeah, or, or, or bourbons and stuff. Yeah, like, dude, absolutely. I thought it'd be really cool. Okay, I'm in. We can turn that into the next next uh, era of craft test. Yeah, like blind taste testing. Hell yes. Yeah. So, dude, let's talk about this weekend. Yeah, let's do it. This is the podcast where we talk about nothing. We went to Lake Oconee. Yeah. A special shout out to Jake Kurtz and Tommy Spitta because they both threw and funded the 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 lion's share of this incredible party that that was thrown for, for both uh, Tara and me. And, uh, I really couldn't have asked for much more. Mm -hmm. I mean, take it away, dude. We were originally going to have, I mean, so this place is six bedrooms. We were going to have, I think 16 people and we had six people fall out and no problem. I mean, we understood there was going to be some late leavers because of COVID. I think a couple people did get COVID. A couple people couldn't leave their state couple people just right. were scared of COVID, you know, like it, it's, it's a strange world we live in now. So we got down to 10 people, uh, four couples and the James and John boys. We would have had 20 people otherwise. It was all COVID that, that screwed it up. Right. So this place that we got, uh, I've never been to Lake Oconee. I, we really wanted to originally go to Lake Lanier, which I know we've talked about on the podcast before. Lake Lanier is a lake north of Georgia, which by the way, I didn't realize that Lake Lanier is super dirty and super dangerous. Like one of the most dirty and dangerous lakes in the country. Really? Did you know that? No, no, I didn't know that. So Lake Lanier is a completely man-made lake. I think I did know that. It's built on top of another town. 
on top yes. of another town? Yes. There's Atlantis? Like, there's like an Atlantis at the bottom of Lake Lanier. Oh, that's really weird. And that's what happens. That's why it's so dangerous is because people go swimming and there's like hands <laughs> reaching up to grab you. <laughs> oh, God. Not quite, <laughs> but it's but it's like the pockets of air down there. Like every once in a while, I guess they release and they pull, they suck water. So people drown and get trapped in this fucking city under Lake Lanier. Did you have any idea about that? Is this a hundred percent or like a 90%? So I I heard it from one person and I kind of wrote it off. And then I was golfing with two other people completely unrelated to that person. And they started talking about it. And I was like, I heard that this is the case. And they were like, yeah, that's Lake Lanier. And so I haven't done my own research, but I've heard it from multiple sources that are unrelated to each other. So I'm starting to think there's some validity to it. Do your own research. That be, and I'm gonna do it as soon as we get off. I gotta be honest. The only, there's one word I have to describe that, and it's horrifying. Yeah, it's scary as fuck. That is really bizarre. Yes. Ooh, I know, oh. but that's not gonna deter me from Lake Lanier because I love it so much. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, to be fair, I would go back to Oconee just as readily. Yeah. Well, that's what they say about Oconee's. It's way cleaner, even though like the dock that we were at didn't look super clean. There were dead fish. Well, it's everywhere. a dock, though. Yeah. Yeah. But Lake Oconee is super clean and natural. So it was sandy. Yeah. Like I didn't, when I looked into the water, whenever we were out on the Island, mm-hmm. which we'll talk more about, uh, it just, there was a shitload of sand and that's, that's a good thing, I guess. Yeah. That, that means real probably. Yes. <laughs> oh man. That is so creepy about Lanier. I can't wait to read about that. Yeah. And, let, and uh, send me your research once you do. Cause I, I also, you can be my Guinea pig and do the research for I me. I will. So, um, anyways, we went to Lake Lanier or Lake Oconee <laughs> and, uh, there it is again. We went to Lake Oconee, uh, got there. The 10 of us got there. Well, actually James and John showed up the next night, but, uh, the eight of us were there the first night. And I mean, we immediately started drinking. This house has six bedrooms. It's not huge, but there's six bedrooms and there's a boathouse with a, um, with like, it, it's almost like a separate kitchen ping pong area, jukebox that there's no bathroom shower. It. Yeah. There's bathroom shower, but there's no beds or anything. And uh, that's where we did a decent bit of hanging, but most of the time was in mm-hmm. the house. Yeah. And the boathouse has like all windows. It's just like a beautiful stop gap between the lake and the actual main home, especially if people are like really dirty or messy, which we didn't really use it for that. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's the whole thing was really cool. And it's like Tommy said, it's not necessarily a colossal house, but it is a perfect house to have a ton of people stay in. Mm-hmm. 16 would be comfortable as long as you have sure. six singles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, unless people don't care because the, the one bedroom had literally six single beds, yeah. uh, two, two sets of bunk beds and two regulars, but, uh, the kids room. Yeah, exactly. Which nobody used, but holy shit, just pool table. Yeah, the pool table. Uh, they had a butthole chair, which you gotta love. Um, what the, the boathouse. The the main reason for the boathouse for us was just having a second fridge because we had over 150 beers. Yeah, I mean, I I brought 70. Yeah. So and and uh, Pico brought a couple Probably cases. Yeah, himself, you, yeah, yeah. So and we we went through a freakish amount of of handles not bottles mm-hmm. of liquor which yeah. was also great that's so uh we on the last night natalie shout out pico and natalie uh natalie said different no, natalie from the one people you're used to hearing about tara's tara's friend and maid of honor right i don't maybe you've mentioned this natalie one time maybe yeah exactly <laughs> but this is pico's thing yes yes <laughs> in uh, pico's lady friend yeah his lady friend 
And so I don't remember if it was her or Dom that said, I'll give you guys $100 if you finish those handles tonight. Do you, do you remember? I do that? remember I, it was Dom and yeah. I was like, no. Okay. <laughs> like it was, I just popped a handle of stratosphere gin. Did we finish it? N- that, that night? Yeah. Hell no. Okay. And then even that bottle, I think we, I still have it on. I put it on the liquor cart. Um, I think we got through about half of that, but we got through two handles of vodka. Uh, almost my whole handle of, of four roses bourbon. Oh my god! Um, shit. I mean, like right in the middle of the day when we were doing nothing, I was like, "Tom, you want a bur- bourbon?" You're like, "Yeah, that sounds really good." <laughs> and then at night, it was constant shots. So but yeah, plenty, plenty of cigars and cigarillos. I've never smoked that much tobacco in in three days, probably. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm not a cigarette guy, but just the cigars alone was a, was a lot for me. But um, our our main attraction, and this is something that Tommy and I are just obsessed with. We love kayaking and specifically going from point A to point B. Short in trips. Short trips. Hard clean rowing. Bowl. Clean bowl. Clean <laughs> clean lake. And just when we go to these lakes, Lanier being one of them and now Oconee, we get to the dock and we're just like, all right, we need to get to an island. <laughs> and there's always one perfectly situated. Like We can't get used to this. I think we've been blessed. We twice. have been. Yeah. Like they have been really mini but like nice sized legit islands you row for 10 minutes to get to it it's just so good and then you're i can't people who don't get it i can't explain it to them like actually uh, i'm just giving pico shit there was one time whenever i kept because i was like i'm gonna be out to that island like a half dozen times this trip which i was <laughs> and after we'd already been there once Pico was like, I don't get it. What's on the island? Or he, he said, like, what's the point? And I said, the island is the point. Like, that's that's the thing. Point B specifically. Yeah, point B is the thing here. So we just we just kept going back. We were up to our shenanigans on it. There was an amazing sandbar around it where you could, like, you could swim slash tread around the island but still touch. God, it was so freaking cool. And um, on at one point, we had a boys moment where the boys all went up and dumped. Went out to uh, a rock. <laughs> Dom sounds like a guy, so yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Dominic, yeah, Dominic. <laughs> um, we went out to the island one time, and there was a big rock. We all climbed the rock. We were all really inebriated, so it probably wasn't a great Quite. idea to yes. do this. But Alex uh, shook shook a bottle of champagne, popped it, and poured it all over us, and that was kind of like, yeah, this is a good weekend. Yeah, and that that was the uh, that was the trip where. I, you know, because I took advantage of this being mine and Tara's special weekend. So I was like, I'm organizing an expedition. (laughs) And I was the captain of the the canoe because there was one, we had some inflatable kayaks, but there was one really big quality canoe that was left at the property. And I stood on the canoe with my three servants rowing for me. You looked like George Washington crossing yes. the river. I, you know, I have my, my great big straw hat on. I had my shoulder on Pico's shoulder because, you know, you're standing in a rowing boat. And I got over all the way while standing, which was great. And uh, that it was just, I, I you know, I named the, the island, obviously. It, it is now mine. I claimed it. So, you know. <laughs> Wait, it's just called Alex Island? Something like that. Vitsy. Might be Vitsy. Vitsy Isle. Vitsy Isle. That's what it was. And then what did you do on Vitsy Isle? That was, we we popped the champagne on top of the rock. You named all areas for Zitchy, me. Did you give anybody else? No, I think you guys were my top servants. <laughs> so you, I gave you land, nobody else. But I, I literally, I shook the champagne up before I popped it. 
and you know it explodes and i was like pouring it on my shipmates pouring it on my face and then whenever i turn it upside up we, what was there like an inch left there was a sip is great everybody everybody got a sip yeah but that's what champagne's for it's for a real hardcore celebration yeah. unless you have like vogue clico or better it doesn't matter um so you named you named a rock for zitchy you named a campfire for spitali yeah and, and oh I, yeah you had the dark souls fire of the first spitta yeah oh shit that's what it was yeah and i took a shit on a rock <laughs> that's what i was trying to get you to <laughs> oh i see yeah actually that was a that was the night trip you fucked up the punchlines you just, just blabbed it. shit rock damn so, so that was the nighttime thing? That was the night. I did that in pitch black. Oh, my God. All right. So we, we took a row out. Now, this is actually the one time that we got everybody out there. We took for, a row out. Nice. And, and my dog came with me. <laughs> yep. Ro came to the to the house. Uh, don't tell the owner of the house, but Ro came. <laughs> and uh, she did a kayak trip with me and Claire and you know everybody else, including the girls, came out for a night trip at one point. And uh, Alex said he was going to steal Zitchy's rock by taking a shit on it. So uh, Pico followed him out to the rock, and God damn it, Alex took a shit on yeah. it. It was it was absolutely, am- and I signed T's initial. I made a T with it. What? Yeah. What? No, like you you picked up the no shit. no it came out and I like you know how you dot the dot the eyes cross the T's and dot the eyes yeah. I I like cross the T you know. Like manually, it was awesome, dude. People are like, "What the fuck is uh, this for?" They, they probably think that we're joking, but this is a hundred percent serious. Oh yeah, serious. I can't make this shit up. Ooh, man! And Pico but he and really I did like, pick up the shit with his hands. No, I didn't. <laughs> Pico and I were like in tears, and it's so funny because I remember Pico saying, "Like, yeah, this is just one of those things we're never going to tell anybody about." And here I am recording it <laughs> on a podcast. So I hope you guys are enjoying. Can we? uh I don't know if you feel like talking about this, so you can edit this out if you'd like to, but do you remember the shit sandwich? Oh, the little Bobby sandwich? Yeah. Do you, can we, can we talk about that moment? Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Can you just tell me? <laughs> okay. I mean, this is pretty gross, but yeah, that, I mean, we talk about poop cast. Yeah. Like 50% of the time on, on craft heads, but one time, and I'm not even drinking, so that's really gross. One time, uh, Kurtz, one of the the funders of this wonderful trip. We go way back. We were friends in uh, intermediate and, and especially middle school, which for us was sixth, seventh grade. And I don't remember why. It was probably just to be stupid because we were weird, but I shit on two pieces of bread <laughs> and served it to take on a plate. And I said, This is your little Bobby sandwich. So. Henceforth, if you ever hear us refer to a little Bobby sandwich, it's a shit sandwich. Yeah, it's, it's an actual shit sandwich. Yeah. What, do, was he expecting real food on the plate? And you, I think he was. Food? Oh fuck yeah! I, yeah, again, I can't remember exactly why I did it. I mean, I don't remember why I do a lot of things, uh, especially as a kid. But you know, what are you gonna do? I was a young teenager. We were messed up children, but it was. Yes. But it, it was some of the best times. Good of our messed lives. up. Yeah. 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 Like I'd rather be fucked up that way than like into hard drugs at that age you sure yes a hundred percent sure hell yes and now look where that's got us on hard drugs as an older person yes hard drugs alcohol (laughs) um so another moment that we had uh i did you had been asking me to do this i I dealt blackjack to everybody for a good couple hours and it was a killer dealer and we played for real money you know like minimum buy-ins of like you know anywhere from five to twenty bucks but 
you know, I fund all the house money, but as if you're a blackjack player, you know that that's a little bit of an advantage for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't mind it. I mean, I do take some big losses sometimes, but fortunately for me on this occasion, Alboy was drunk and playing like an idiot. And oh, I was real risky. A lot of big, a lot of big plays. I, I, I think you ended up down a little bit. Yeah, I started off hot, and then uh, Tara and I, we we put in twenty. I lost all the money. We bought in for another ten, and I like I literally. James went upstairs. I took a loan out of James's poker stack. stack, his stack. I took a loan out, got a bunch of money back, paid back the loan before he ever even came back downstairs. And then at, by the end of the night, we were only down $8, Tara and I combined. So I was pretty happy with and that. And the big winner of the night was John Slice. He was on fire. Yes. And he, and he was... I think he was the last one, so maybe there was something about it. Like maybe the last person dealt, and he was counting cards, and I didn't even know. He could be a, a closet savant. He's a he's a closet rain man. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so uh, that was amazing. We played a bunch of rounds of Murderer the one night. That's right. Which oh, that was real late. Listen, any any listeners who ever uh, are who, who have not hung out with me and Tommy before, if you ever do, ask him to do a round of Murderer or <laughs> six rounds. We played a bunch of rounds of Murderer that night. And Zitchy and I were going back to our college roots and ripping halfers together. I'm talking like every five minutes. Yeah. And we did that for like an hour, which yeah. our version of halfers is just a shot glass, half liquor, half mixer of your choice. And that was so much fun. And the biggest miracle of the whole weekend, despite drinking, actively drinking literally 50% of the time, I never had a hangover. Yeah, that is crazy. Wow. But, but I drank the shit out of water. Yeah. I had two whole gallons of water gone by Sunday morning. Yeah. So I wasn't I was not screwing around. I was like, I need to be able to be able to perform this weekend. You know what else I have to give a compliment to that house? Uh the beds were nice. The beds were incredible. I, I love them. I mean I don't ever expect to sleep good when I go to an Airbnb, but right. man, I they they had it down. Uh, local Atlanta and Georgia listeners, if you want to know where we went, let us know and we'll give you the, uh, the reco because it, it was a great place. We might be back there next year. Totally. I would I would very much be down with that. And also, if you're an Airbnb owner and um, you want to put a little extra spice on top of your uh, stay for your guests, these people, whenever we came in, they had a basket of goodies for us and that was soda uh brownies a couple things of m&ms and reese's candy yeah candy and then uh some sunscreen and at least half of it was used yeah which it was, was awesome. just so thoughtful and yeah. I, I get like everything about this airbnb i was i mean we've had our talks like i was expecting some pretty shit host you yeah because the communication wasn't great the communication was really poor it was clearly like a um a uh, a timeshare of, of or what I thought was a timeshare, but we got there and there was a guest book where people. I, I thought it was going to be us like being the first or second people that have ever stayed there, mm-hmm. but there was a guest book with hundreds of people that have been there. I guess they just may may have just put it on Airbnb, yeah, maybe or gave it to a new company to post or whatever. But um, ended up being great, and the lady uh, we ran out of trash bags halfway through. I called up the host and she was like, "Just break into a room." Literally, she yeah. was like, use a credit card to break into this door, and there's trash bags in there, and whatever. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And, you know, on that topic, 
Airbnb is one of the modern wonders of being alive in this age. I, I seriously love that shit. Yeah. I mean, I have used it uh, only myself booking through my own app seven or eight times in the past several years, but like I can't even go on enough about how clutch it's been. I've never had a bad Airbnb experience, and it's like, you know what? If you wanted to break up a trip between PA and Georgia before, you had to stop at a hotel. But like, for example, last time when we Tara and I were making that drive, it's like you can pick a nice, weird, niche little area of West Virginia and stay on a farm in the middle of nowhere. Like, and get killed by ghosts. Hopefully. Yeah. Oh, God, it's just so cool. So <laughs> I just, I absolutely love it. Um, oh, I shout out. One more shout out. Um, speaking of Airbnb, this is a perfect segue. Uh, there was a movie that just came out. Isn't it Tom Hanks? No. no, there's like nobody. There's like one guy that you'll recognize in it. But um, the movie is about these people who get an Airbnb on like the cliffs of California. And halfway through, they find out that they're actually being spied on by the host. Oh, bunch of bunch of good twists. There's good twists in the movie. Um, it really makes you feel uncomfortable, like super uncomfortable. Um, and not, not because of the the scariness of it, but because of some like uneasy things that happen between the dynamics of the group. Yeah. Um, but we have to figure out the name of it and it is the rental. <laughs> so in uh, Dave Franco, which I think a lot of people will know as James Franco's brother was actually the director of it. I, I don't know if it was his first directing job, but I feel like he did an awesome job for just an uneasy, scary, tense movie. Watch it on Netflix. Is it, the perfect length, i.e., an hour and a half, ninety minutes. Oh, dude! This, hey, I'm watching it tonight. A lot of great, a lot of movies have been the perfect length. It's it's not one only, hour and twenty eight minutes. It's not only the perfect length; it's the correct length. Yeah. I'm so pleased. I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, and that is a. I don't let it really dictate what I do. Like, for example, sex, whatever. Yeah. But like, I do think about that. Yeah. Like. That's the downside. You know what? It could be in a hotel too. This world's fucked up. Mm -hmm. You never know. But yeah, it is a weird thing to think about. Like what if you stay in some pervert's house? I all, I was constantly, when I was like walking row around the property, I look up in the corners and look for cameras. Yeah. Just, just little, little sea like, change cameras from the circle. Not even, not even hidden cameras, just cameras. Sure. I was like, somebody's got to be watching. Me. Right. Yeah. It's, it's generally, uh, if that sort of thing does worry you, it's a good idea to assume you're being recorded because that's the world that we live in and are speeding towards. So, and uh, last movie thing I need to say: I uh, just watched Jaws for the first time yesterday. What? I've never seen Jaws. What? I know, <laughs> dude. Um, objectively long movie, two hours. But <laughs> certain directors and levels of quality of movie they they are allowed. Um, but the guy, oh my god! Now I got to come up with his name on the podcast. The main dude with the amazing glasses. First of all, he looks like my father-in-law, which I love. And second of all, Roy Scheider is his name. Ooh. Roy, are you sure? 100% sure. Oh, nice. Okay. Roy Scheider. Mm -hmm. And super random. He is the father of the Punisher in the, the good Frank Castle Punisher movie. Remember in the beginning of the movie when they're in Puerto Rico at the family reunion yeah. And like he he throws him a gun and like he has his no. 1911s. That's, that's Roy. That's Roy Scheider. What the? This blew my mind, dude. Yeah, I know it's, it's like one of our favorite movies. It, it really is. I just, I wish I, he didn't look familiar to me at all. So that's yeah. crazy. He changed as an older man. Yeah, I mean, now that I've told you, you will definitely see it. But uh, 
I love that random connection. Jaws is deserving of its status. Oh, that is a, that's movie. a scary movie. Mm-hmm. It really is. Didn't scare me in the least. I know back then it's probably horrifying. Exactly. Like I give it credit. It's very well made and it's a great movie. I also don't really get scared by sharks movies yeah. and stuff. You know, it was but, probably the first shark movie. Yeah, like the shark. Movie. Yeah, duh. I, yeah. I, I can't think of uh, any significant one before that. So that's a wrap for me, dude. Dude, great podcast. Late, it was. Late. Dude, I'm, I'm listening to this podcast every single day. This is the best podcast on the internet. <laughs> that you remind me of that picture of the lion, lion like licking its own balls on the internet. <laughs> that is that is the best encapsulation of CHP right now, dude. It's the best. It's the best podcast on the internet. You're best. missing out if you're not listening to it. I agree. And people who hear this, uh, that's falling on deaf ears. So yeah, and we're talking about CHP. Yeah, it's Craft Heads Podcast, if you didn't know. Craft Heads Podcast at gmail.com. Send us questions. <laughs>